0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, so yesterday I was scrolling through my Twitter feed and I came across a uh, cringing tweet by uh, famous Jewish podcaster, Yaakov Langer, host of uh, Inspiration for the Nation. Great podcast, check it out. But uh, reading this tweet, I was totally dumbfounded. Uh, This is what he tweeted, and I quote, My good friend's sister passed away. When I was by Shiva, a person next to me was consoling the family and said something so very cringe. Listen, he, referring to God, has recall rights, end quote. While he meant it in the best way possible, sometimes it's just better to say nothing. That was the end of the tweet. So reading that, I I, I couldn't believe my ears, or my eyes in this case. You know, instead of offering sympathy, this man caused a lot of harm with that comment to the mourners. Now, like Yaakov mentioned, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He probably did mean it in the best way, but... Silence is golden. In fact, that is actually how we are instructed to behave when entering the Shiva house. We sit in front of the mourners and wait. The Gemara clearly states that comforters are not allowed to say anything until the mourner first speaks. This is learned from the friends of Eov who came to comfort him. The Pasuk says, And they raised their voices and wept, and each man tore his garment. And there was no one to speak to him because they saw that the pain was very great. After that, Iyov opened his mouth. And only after Iyov spoke, does the Pasuk say, and Eliphaz, the, Yemen, the Yemenite, answered and said some words. Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, son of the great Chacham Uvadha Yosef, Zecher Tzaddik Libracha, codifies this in his halacha, uh, in Yakut Yosef, and adds a few exceptions. I translate the halakha. He writes, The comforters are not allowed to start talking with the mourners unless the mourner has started to speak. But if it is clear to the comforters that the mourner is unable to start talking, or the mourner sighs, then they begin to speak in praise of the deceased. And if the grief of the mourner is very evident, it's not necessary to make sure that they start talking. Also, he writes, if the one coming to console is a respected person or a famous scholar whom the mourners are moved by, he is allowed to speak. So now that we know that we shouldn't open the discussion, once we start talking, we need to know what we should avoid saying, like this person mentioned in Yako's tweet. It's important to be respectful and sensitive to the mourning family's feelings. So here are some things that you should avoid saying. Number one, everything happens for a reason. See, this phrase can come across as dismissive and insensitive to the grieving family's pain. Another thing a person should not say, I know exactly how you feel. Even if you have experienced a loss yourself, it's important to remember that everyone grieves differently and no two situations are exactly alike. Third thing you probably shouldn't say, at least they lived a long life. That phrase can minimize the importance of the deceased and their impact on their loved ones. So don't say it. Number four, it's time to move on. What do you mean it's time to move on? Grief is a personal journey and can take a long time to process, up to 12 months for our parents. Telling someone to move on can be hurtful and insensitive. Fifth thing that you shouldn't say, they're in a better place now. While this may be true for some people, and hopefully most, it's important to remember that the mourning family is still grieving. I may not want to hear this type of sentiment. Sixth thing you probably wouldn't want to say, they won't want you to be sad. That can be actually a harmful statement, as it implies that The grieving person is not allowed to feel their emotions. You're actually supposed to feel sad for the person who you're mourning over. And lastly, if a person says, I heard what happened and I know exactly what you should do, that's not proper. It's important to avoid offering unsolicited advice or solutions to the mourning family. Instead, focus on being a supportive listener. Now, overall, It's best to offer condolences and support without making assumptions about how the family is feeling or what they need. Simply expressing your sympathy and offering to be there for them can go a really long way. And of course, the best thing you can do is to talk about the great memories of the deceased and or their wonderful attributes. This can only raise the neshama to enormous heights. And we only hear of Besarot Tobot.